The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There has been talk for weeks now that help was on the way for the oil and gas sector during this COVID-19 pandemic on March 25th. In fact, Finance Minister Bill Morneau appeared before Senate and when asked, he said help was coming for the sector in hours or days. Well, almost a month later, some help was announced. This morning, Prime Minister Trudeau said his government is investing $1.7 billion to clean up orphan wells in Alberta, B.C. and Saskatchewan to help keep people working during the pandemic. Cleaning them up will bring people back to work and help many landowners who've had these wells on their property for years but haven't been able to get them taken care of and the land restored. Our goal is to create immediate jobs in these provinces while helping companies avoid bankruptcy and supporting our environmental targets. The PM says the investment will help maintain 5,200 jobs in Alberta alone. He also announced a $750 million fund to cut methane emissions with more on the plan. Uh, with the plan, we're joined by the Honorable Seamus O'Regan, the Federal Minister of Natural Resources. Minister, welcome back to the show. Jaylen, good to be back. I'm going to throw this out here because a lot of people were asking and a lot of senators were asking. It might not be the uh, most friendly way to start this interview, but people are wondering why did it take so long? Well, I guess, you know, it, it, we wanted to make sure that we got it right. Uh, I think that's the, the best answer to give because it's the right, it's the truthful answer. Um, and so, you know, we, we've been steady go speaking to stakeholders. And I, I mean, you know, speaking to industry, speaking to workers, speaking to unions um, and, and trying to finesse and get it right. Um, I think I think we landed in a good place. I think the most important thing that, uh, you know, from the get-go, uh, from groups like, the, you know, CAPS, Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers, from EPAC, from others, they kept saying to me time and again, liquidity was the most important thing. Uh, you know, looking after particularly small and medium-sized businesses that, uh, you know, 85% of the jobs in the oil and gas sector are, are dominated by small and medium-sized businesses, making sure that those companies are whole uh, so people have jobs to come back to. Um, the nice thing about orphan orphan wells is we can start work on a lot of this immediately. Uh, these are essential workers. These are uh, you know highly trained people, um, and uh, and you know has the added bonus as well of being uh, you know good for the environment. So uh, you know these are these are good initiatives. They're by no means uh, the only ones that we'll be coming up with. We'll continue to to talk to to industry and talk to the province about what else we can do. Um, I mean the good news is particularly on orphan wells is that yeah, the government uh, in Alberta just passed legislation on orphan well management and it uh, it gives the the authority there the association uh, more authority to take over and operate abandoned wells and allow workers uh, easier access to those properties so you know we've been working closely with the province uh, I was just on the phone about an hour to, hour ago with uh, with Minister Savage and uh, you know wherever we can work together to make sure that our policies work in tandem the better I mean I want Albertans to know that that, that their governments are working together very closely uh, as we should be during uh, you know this particularly stressful time. Well, Minister Regan, I wanted to ask you about that. How has that relationship been over the past uh, number of weeks while you've been working on this? I mean, it has been tense over the past year at certain times, mm-hmm. but if, uh, you know, we're both, uh, everyone's on kind of the same path right now trying to figure out how to best help this sector, what has it looked like inside those, inside those rooms, inside these talks to get something done? Excellent. It's been excellent. Uh, 
I don't say that lightly. Uh, I'm, I'm here in St. John's, you know, overlooking the harbour um, and uh, watching the supply vessels go out to the rigs here. This is a province that has been reeling uh, with the effects of, of two crises, like Alberta has. Uh, not only, you know, demand devastation uh, because of COVID, where people just aren't driving, people aren't flying, mm-hmm. um, but as well, the oil price war started with uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia. Um, mm-hmm. And my colleague, Sonia Savage, uh, was an observer at the OPEC Plus meeting. I was involved with the G20 meeting. Uh, we talked to each other before and after. Uh, we, we trade notes. We make sure that, you know, we are Team Canada when we're dealing with these things. Um, I speak with my uh, my colleague in, the, in Washington, the U.S. Energy Secretary, to make sure that we're aligned. I speak to Sonia before and after those conversations so that she's aware of, uh, of the progress that we're making and we can continue to work together. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better partner. And, uh, you know, this is a tone I set out to to have uh, the moment I got uh, appointed. Uh, I think I texted only moments after I got sworn in. I, I texted Minister Savage and, um, and uh, flew out to Alberta the next day. Uh, relationships are very important. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we are the fourth largest oil producer in the world. It is a proud industry. Uh, we are recognized internationally for our work. Um, we challenge ourselves to do better. And uh, but, but I'm very proud of the industry. We all, all Canadians should be. Um, and, you know, we're, we're now committed to net zero. We're working on that together. That is, that is a, a very strategic competitive plan for our industry. And, uh, you know, we have very, very able partners. When, when, when it comes down to it, when you know, push comes to shove, especially during a time like this, uh, Albertans should know we're working together. Minister O'Regan, there are, what, 165,000 inactive wells in Alberta. Six, just over 6,000, I believe, of them are considered orphaned. How do you see this unfolding? Um, how do you see this um, uh, working in the next uh, little while? Is Are they cleaning up? Are we repurposing them? How do you see it working? So it's cleaning up, and it's huge. It's 95,000 active wells in Alberta. 3,600 are orphan wells. Uh, Saskatchewan's 30,000 active wells. BC yeah. is 10,000. So, you know, there, there's a, a lot of them out there. Um, you know, we, we are, you know, this is an initiative that's led by the Orphan Wells Association in Alberta, and that's, uh, uh, that's uh, you know, the, the companies fund that. It uh, closes wells that have been orphaned um, when a company goes bankrupt. And uh, we're also going to be working with them as well. I mean, you know, we, we, we all endorse the polluter pay principle uh, to make sure that companies are accountable. But, you know, we're going to work together right now in supporting workers who can help clean up these wells and, and protect the environment. It's the right thing to do. There's uh, a lot of questions about safety around the workers on these sites as as this gets underway. Um, what what's on your mind on that front? Uh, we've been working with labor closely on that too. I mean, we work with companies. We work with labor. Uh, you know, I've been speaking to spoke a few moments ago with Jerry Diaz. I'll be speaking with Hassan Youssef from the, the Canadian Labor Congress later. Uh, really important that we work together for everybody. Uh, unquestionably, safety is paramount. Um, and so, you know, with with that. In mind, we all work towards the same goal, making sure the workers are safe. I'm curious to know, uh, we have lower revenue, obviously, from oil and, and gas right now, uh, as, as all levels of government trying to work to make things better, but it's very, very difficult. Um, how, with all these benefits being rolled out um, over the past number of, of weeks, Minister, without some of that massive revenue that you would get from that sector, how do you pay for all of this? 
Yeah, look, right now uh, we're, we're having to borrow money. Um, and yeah. The good news is, uh, you know, compared to every other G7 country, we're in the best position to do that. We have, our debt load is much less than than all our all our you know our neighbors to the south or any of our European or Asian partners. Um, we're in a good position to do it. Um, uh, interest rates obviously are low, not just for for all of us, but for governments as well. Um, and you know, these are the sorts of investments we we have to make in order to get through it. I mean, you know, you. you you hope that the rainy day doesn't happen. Well, you know, it's happening. Um, and, and so, you know, these things we have to do. We just have to be very smart about how we do it. We have to make sure that, uh, you know, we watch the dollar very carefully. Uh, I don't think there are any of us who, you know, uh, take any particular enjoyment of, of, you know, just borrowing money. But, but uh, you know, you have to in moments like this. You just have to, we have a responsibility to the taxpayer, though, to make sure that we do it properly and that we hold every dollar accountable. But you're right. I mean, you look at the right now, you know, a barrel of oil is two dollars and 88 cents uh and out my way in newfoundland where you know the government was budgeting at around 60 dollars a barrel it's 28 uh Mm -hmm. so this is hitting governments hard and the royalties are hitting our governments hard uh now's the time we just got to dig in do what we can Minister Regan, I have to ask this. I mean, the the oil and gas sector in in Alberta has been struggling for a number of years now, and of course, we know that the uh, the government bought uh, TMX. But why did it take a pandemic for something like this to happen? To ha- to, to have more help come our way. You know, a lot of it, to be honest with you, Jalen, we were working on, um, you know, certainly on, on orphan wells, um, on, on methane and a number of other fronts. We, we have been working very closely now with the Alberta government for some months. And, uh, you know, I think if you spoke to my colleague, Minister Savage, she would say, you know, the same. That, you know, we were, we were ready to come out with a, a number of announcements where we were working together. So, you know, it certainly, I mean, the pandemic has focused the minds, uh, as it has in a, in a number of industries. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and in a number of different fronts, you're seeing government working very fast because we have to. Um, and, you know, on the upside, there's just not as much politics that it gets in the way. Uh, I mean, I think that those of us who, uh, like Minister Savage and I, who have had a good uh, constructive relationship going into this, um, and, but even for a lot of others, they put politics by the wayside to get things done for Canadians. Um, but but I can honestly say that we were, we were ready to move on a number of different fronts before uh, any of this began. Um, certainly now, though, uh, our our minds are more focused. What are you doing and what are your counterparts doing? What are the companies doing that you've heard of that uh, can make this industry more competitive in the future? Because obviously it's something that we have to do. Well, uh, one of the one of the big things we do is just find stability on the international level, and that that doesn't happen mm-hmm. overnight. But we got to make the right inroads. As I said, uh, um, Minister Savage was involved with OPEC. Um, I was involved with the with the G20 meeting. Um, that uh, those two meetings really resulted in the largest uh, production cut in in world history. Um, you know, it, it, it the effect of it though, you know, it's going to take a bit of time. I mean, you know, we're still talking right now a three dollar barrel of oil out in Alberta. Yeah. That's, that is just, you know, that is something that none of us ever thought that we would see. Um, so, in, you know, in the meantime, what can we do right now? And, uh, you know, some of those initiatives are, you know, what we announced today. Uh, we can increase liquidity for companies to make sure that they remain whole uh, so that, you know, when workers come back, they got they got companies' jobs to return to. Um, and then, you know, orphan wells and inactive wells is something that we can start working on now with mechanisms that are in place and with a very, you know, a constructive relationship on this front with the government of Alberta. So, you know, that's, you, you, you find out what you can do and you do it. 
Minister O'Regan, I know you've had a long day of interviews, so I want to I wanna thank you for joining me this afternoon. One more question before we wrap things up. Sure. You have said that there is more to come. Uh, what does that look like, and when can we expect to hear... Oh, I would just, when I say that, I just mean that this is an <laughs> ongoing relationship. I know, I know you like to tag it to a deadline, but, but, but I, I, I mean it quite well, we, honestly. We, we like to know, we want to know what's happening. We would like to know what more to come is there and what does that look like? Yeah, no, I think that we, what I'm saying is that we continue to talk to, you know, industry, to talk to labor, to talk to the government of Alberta and say, okay, what else can we be doing here? What else can we be doing there? Um, I mean, I think today was a big day, uh, particularly for workers. Uh, we're going to be looking at all fronts at how we can make the industry more competitive, how we can make sure that we come out of this hole. Um, you know, as the Prime Minister said from the get-go, everything is on the table. And uh, and I'm just very grateful that we have such a good, constructive relationship uh, with, with industry, uh, with the province, with labor, uh, to make sure that we, you know, we can get things done and there's just less uh, partisan politics in between. Um, all righty. I'm going to leave it there, uh, Minister O'Regan. Uh, there are a number of texts coming in, people wanting to know why we're not using our own oil, like in places like Quebec, instead of importing. Do you want to t- tackle that one before we go? I think, I mean, there's there's huge issues. I, I, you know, I understand it. Um, uh, you know, I, I would say that, you know, it, the more that obviously we can use uh, our product, the better. But, you know, I think that there will be a lot of people uh, in the industry who would say, you know, it's very, it's very dangerous when you start to, closing yourself off from the world. I mean, I know we're doing that with non-essential travel, but uh, when it comes to business and industry, uh, you know, we export too. And so you get, you got to be very, very careful with that. I think m- most importantly, uh, we have a very good relationship with uh, the U.S. Energy Secretary, uh, Dan Briette, and he's a guy who really understands how integrated our market is. That is really important. Uh, you know, politics these days is very volatile, and it's, it's important when you're dealing with people, you know, they are our number one customer by far. Um, and we are, you know, one of their biggest suppliers. So, you know, it, it's really important that we keep working on that relationship and that we're dealing with people who understand how integrated that market is. Minister O'Regan, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. It's been a pleasure to chat. Thanks, Jalen. All right, take care. It's the Honourable Seamus uh, O'Regan joining me this afternoon, the Federal Minister of Natural Resources. Of course, you heard the uh, Prime Minister announce this morning that uh, the government investing $1.7 billion to clean up orphan wells in Alberta, B.C. and Saskatchewan, also announcing a $750 million fund to cut methane emissions. The Premier has put out a statement saying, quote, we are grateful for this job-creating initiative and we will continue to work with the federal government until the energy sector has what it needs to survive and thrive for the benefit of all Canadians. Survive and thrive for the benefit of all Canadians. And uh, that is, that's the big one right there, isn't it, folks? And, um, you know, you can press them, you can press them. They're not going to give up details um, until they're done. I will-